0: Listening to the Paul McGuire report, this is Paul McGuire. We are together stepping through the doorway of 2023 into 2024. And that means a whole lot. I mean, it's an amazing jump. And you and I need to be prepared, strategic, effective. Most of all, we need to know what's going to happen before it happens, why. So we can be proactive. Being proactive is totally different than being sucker punched. Sucker punched is when you're in the boxing ring or, you know, somewhere out, a bar or whatever, and uh, you should be vigilant. You should be aware, especially in a boxing ring, that you're going to be attacked by your opponent. You shouldn't be in a state of, I'll make up a word, okay, stupification. And And there are a lot of people in America right now They're being called the normies. And the normies is not a complementary term. Normies refer to the living dead, the brain dead, people who are so locked into the proverbial normal. And in fact, that the facts are hitting us in the face so fast that the normal is really uh, a modality of insanity. Normal has now become abnormal. But normies are the the people that are still left over that are stuck in that lower level of consciousness. And so it's a put-down word. And I'm not saying, I don't use it directly towards a particular individual, but to a, a group of individuals in our society, those that are locked in because they've allowed themselves to be brainwashed, because they've allowed themselves to be stupefied, Because they've allowed themselves to have no knowledge and therefore they have no power. Now here's the thing. Christians, true, true Christians, not 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 fake Christians, true Christians should not or nor should they ever have been in the first place locked in the delusion, the apostasy of being a normie. Christians are supposed to be, supposed to be the people that know the truth, and according to Jesus, if you know the truth, the truth shall set you free. But most often, now let's get real here, most often, truth is a hard thing to swallow. Truth is a hard thing to come to terms with, because all of us, whether you're a normie or whether you're a growing, vibrant, dynamic individual, which, by the way, is the kind of in- individual that God created you to be, we're supposed to be growing. We're supposed to be Moving towards the light. We're supposed to be accumulating truth, which sets us free. Now I'm going to say something up front, and we'll dip back into it later. All this talk, and I I have earned the right to speak about this. Why? Because I have paid my dues, and I've been speaking about this subject. I'm not Johnny come lately, or Susie come lately, or all the other stuff. Hey, you know, God bless them and what they're doing, and and may they tell the truth far and wide. I'm I'm. In, in in the big scope of things, I am happy that they're there because I look at the very fact that they are there as a result of the seed planting of truth that I have done personally as an author, a speaker, a minister, a television commentator, a radio talk show host. I seeded this nation and this reality. For over 40 years, now, a lot more than 40 years, but I can't tell you the truth. You know why? Because people will assume I'm lying, because my biography is nothing like their biography. In, in that, I was searching passionately for the truth when I was in my, you know, beginning at 11, 12, 13, 14 years old. I was searching for the truth. I was reading Alice Huxley's books like Break New World and all that other stuff. So, if I actually counted those years of pursuit of the truth with a vengeance, the time I have spent seeding this nation, seeding people that I know, seeding millions of people, and that's not an exaggeration, that's actually an underestimate of the actual number. For over 40 years, I've been seeding the truth. Now, not just me, uh, there were a limited number of others. We were a relatively small group of people. You know the names of some of the others. Some of the others are are far more well-known than me because I didn't pursue, and there's nothing wrong with that. I didn't pursue just, quote, being well-known. I made decisions all along the way, including right up to the present moment. I have continually made decisions that from a marketing standpoint, from a promotional standpoint, uh, you would not say, "Well, Paul is is taking the path that will attract the, the maximum a number of people." No, that's not that's not what I'm doing at all. That's not what I have done, and so I've made continual decisions that have cost me, and have caused me to be opposed, shut down, blocked, marginalized, et etc. et cetera. What am I getting to? If you look at the stuff that I write. The radio, the video, the articles, the Paradise Mountain Church meetings, which are televised all over the world, and so on and so forth, or TV appearances. If you look at that, like History Channel appearances, uh, if you look at that, you see that I have constantly and appropriately injected biblical truth, the truth of Jesus Christ, the truth of the Bible, the truth of Bible prophecy, and I have been unashamed to share the nitty-gritty details of my testimony of how I was miraculously born again, fleeing from a Christian religious retreat on the back roads of Missouri. I shared how I was born again on giant programs like George Norrie's—you uh, uh, all know George Norrie, just the title of the program slipped my mind but many other programs. I shared my testimony on Christian programs, secular programs. So I was not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. You'll see that I wasn't just playing the conservative right-wing game. I chose to walk a lonely path. I'm not, I'm not looking for a chorus of violins here, of sympathy. So, so if you think that's what this is about, you're wrong. You know, you can take your violin fiddle I'm not going to say the rest because you know what I would say, and that would be vulgar. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. I'm just saying that I have constantly stood up for Jesus Christ. Why? Because I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ because it is the power of salvation to everyone that believes. Now, when you make the decision to do that, that I made 40-plus years ago, there are a lot of very notable conservative... Uh, people that are very articulate, some of them expose conspiracy theories and everything else, and and many of them, I'm, I'm thankful for what they do. But that, they have not chosen that path, and I, I don't condemn them for that, because they may not, not have been called to walk that path. I, I was called to walk that path. So when you choose to do what I did, and, and very few others did, by the way, Chuck Misler would be one, who became a friend along with his wife, Nancy Misler. Um, when you choose to walk that path, you get doors slammed in your face in the Christian world and in the secular world. But you see, my call from God and my goal and my end game listen carefully, was never to be popular, never to be Johnny on the spot, never to be the most famous, never to make my marketing branding decisions, etc <clears throat> based on. Uh, how fast I can grow an audience. I never made my decisions based on that, and anybody who knows me knows that's the truth. I have often done things that I knew full well would cost me, but I was not going to to censor what Jesus put in my heart to say. So, so in the most uncanny places God has honored that, in the most unc- uncanny places on big secular shows, big uh, Christian shows, I have talked about in detail how I was born again, my experiences in the New Age and the occult and altered states of consciousness, and uh, on one very, very powerful and uh, well-known conservative, and let's call it Christian-friendly radio program, I spent about an hour of a three-hour or four-hour, it was over a period of days, well, let's say let's give credit to the man who deserves the credit, Doug Hagman. I'd been on his show many, many times over the years, and so I was careful not to be preachy, not to be, you know, a Bible thumper. But one day when I was appearing on his show, I don't know, it was like, I was on his show every day for some somewhere, somewhere like three to four days in a row. No, four days, like four days in a row. And you can you can listen to the whole thing. I think that. Uh, uh, PaulMcGuire.us or Doug Hagman's media. Okay, And the Lord prompted me for the first time to come out and share in detail how my ministry and life was miraculously transformed through another miraculous encounter with Jesus Christ, where God flooded me in in a room in a church on Times Square and Broadway. Uh, a pastor prayed over me, and I was clothed with power from on high. And see, a lot of people want to—they know that's not a popular term. Forgive me for for using a, a word that some people some people will be offended of, offended about, and I don't think most people are. But I'm going to use the word, even though it may may be dicey to some. Okay, but in my heart, I said a long time ago when I surrender, you know. I was born again miraculously. That story is in power from on high in some of my other books. But, uh, and that radically changed my life. But about a year or two after that, God set up a miraculous encounter with uh, a pastor on Broadway in Times Square, and he laid hands on me. Uh, and uh prayed for me to be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, and the power of the Holy Spirit and the presence of God came down in that room. It came down all over me, and I wasn't trying to be religious, and I shared all of this on, in detail on Doug Hagman's show, and I wasn't trying to be religious, but all of a sudden, the room like disappeared, and I saw in front of me. in the the spiritual realm, I saw the most absolutely pure being that I'd ever seen in all of my life. In fact, this pure being that was standing before me in the spiritual realm was the supreme being. It was Jesus Christ, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And I wasn't trying to be religious, but the only thing I could do, my body... My body biologically, my body psychologically, and my body spiritually could do nothing less than what I actually did. I was compelled to, not out of trying to be religious, but I was compelled to in face of a transcendent reality that was so powerful, it was so, so heavenly in, in, in the best sense of the word, that I, that I was looking at the most supreme being, God Almighty, Jesus Christ, that I'd ever seen in my life. And the only thing I could do, as I saw this glorious being, was I, I I I I fell to my knees, and I could do nothing less but to worship God, out loud and praise Him and worship Him and enter into His presence, and all of a sudden, as Jesus, Jesus, I could look into His eyes for like a nanosecond because. He didn't allow me to really see his face. I, I can't tell you, I saw his face with clarity, because the glory of God emanating from him was way too strong for me to actually see his face in detail. but but I recognized that I was standing before the Son of God, and I fell to my knees, and I couldn't do anything. I wasn't trying to be religious, but tears began to flow from my eyes, and the next thing I knew. The next thing I knew, I was looking down at the floor. And what I saw when I looked down, because I, I, I wasn't allowed to look directly into the face of Jesus, what I saw when I looked down was I could see the sandals of Jesus Christ and his bare feet. And when I saw that, the tears that were flowing from my eyes began, the tears began to fall and splatter on the sandals and the feet of Jesus Christ, in a sense, washing the feet of Jesus Christ. So my tears are flowing from my eyes. The tears are flowing and hitting the feet of Jesus Christ and hitting His sandals. And then the next thing I knew, I was filled with with a level of uh, eternal agape love. I was filled with the transcendent glory of God, upon which there is there's no adequate vocabulary to describe to you what I was experiencing. I was filled to overflowing with the power of God. I was clothed with power from on high. Something from within me was infused with the power of the Holy Spirit, the dunamis dynamite power of God. And um, there was an explosion in my inner man of the dunamis dynamite power of God. And I was anointed through this explosive power of the power of God, and and I was, in a sense, swept away. I had my will. I was in control of my faculties. I didn't act like a lunatic. I didn't act like a Jesus freak. I didn't act like a nut. I acted like a sane, intelligent person, and the only response a sane, intelligent person can have in the presence of God is that you are overwhelmed, overwhelmed as he fills you with his divine presence and glory, of which there are no human words to describe it. And I was filled with the peace, the power, the healing, the anointing of God, and the presence of God filled the room where the pastor was praying for me. At that time, I did not speak in tongues. And I will tell you this, I don't care, I've been around a lot of places where they preach a doctrine which says that the, that the baptism, that the evidence of the baptism of the Holy Spirit is speaking in tongues. I have to tell you that, as noble as that may be, I don't believe that, because in my life, I can think of a number of times where I was baptized in the Holy Spirit, and I did not speak in tongues. And I can tell you with 100% certainty that just because I didn't speak in tongues, um, did not diminish the reality that I was baptized in the Holy Spirit. So the presence of God filled the sanctuary. The peace of God filled the room we were in. And then this, the, the, there was a quietness and a stillness and a peace that passes all understanding in the room and in our hearts. And then I guess the pastor could sense that, that for this time, the Lord had finished what he called me to do. And I opened my eyes. And as a man, you know, you're kind of embarrassed. I was kind of embarrassed to open my eyes in front of another man and reveal the fact that I was crying. I mean, maybe you don't have that hang up. But as a male, as an alpha male growing up in American society, I, like many of the men listening, I find it very difficult to to, to cry publicly. But sometimes it's just so overwhelming. You can't hold it back. So there were tears coming out of my eyes. And I opened my eyes and I looked into the eyes of the pastor. His name was Carl Valenti, a great man of God. And Carl asked me, "Well, Paul, did Jesus baptize you in the Holy Spirit?" And I said, "Yes." And I'll, I'll disclose with this: from that time forward, from that time forward, after I was baptized in the Holy Spirit authentically, after I received power from my high, the entire dimension, the entire nature of my walk with Christ was radically changed and transformed. Every time I now entered a spiritual battle or warfare with demons, principalities and powers, people who, were, who have surrendered to evil spirits, people who, who were demonized, people who were demon-possessed, people who were involved in, in cults and personal spiritual battles. Every time a personal spiritual battle uh, rose its ugly head in my life, All of a sudden, I was bristling with this newly discovered power, power from on high, where I could pray with authority and command the demonic powers, the principalities and powers, the curses, the spells, the technologies, uh, all the the demons, all the attacks of the adversary. I knew that I knew that I knew that I was imparted with the supernatural authority of Jesus Christ and I had the power and authority to exercise dominion over the demonic and cast the demonic out of any situation, which at that point in my life was a huge victory because I had spent decades involved in the New Age, the occult, altered states of consciousness, mental telepathy slash remote viewing, uh, uh, communicating with spirit guides, uh, meditative states, chanting Aum, Altered states of consciousness, uh, exercising supernatural, psychic, and occult powers. Now you can't do all of that stuff without the technicals of the octopus, Satan, uh, trying to wrap its technicals around you. So, so you see, all that, all those years in the occult had had partially chained me to to spirits of the occult, and although I was victorious in my battles with them. I must say, I wasn't completely victorious. Now, once I was baptized in the Holy Spirit, once I was baptized with power from on high, that was an instantaneous game changer. It was like I went from being Clark Kent to Superman in the Holy Spirit. It was like, maybe this is too old of an example for you, but there was an old cartoon, black and white cartoon called Popeye, and Popeye uh, loved his girlfriend, Olive Oil. And and Popeye was always being bullied and beat up because he was scrawny and weak. By I think his name was Brutus was a big bully and would kick sand in Popeye's face. But whenever Popeye would open a can of spinach, he when he ate a can of spinach, he would be supercharged, and he his muscles would ripple, and he received by eating spinach the superpower. And he and when Popeye, I mean, when Brutus picked on him, Popeye would clobber Brutus, and uh, he was the man of the hour. Now you say, why did they do that? Well, because back then, that was either World War One or World War Two. The U.S. military and the U.S. government wanted to strengthen nutritionally uh, potential soldiers, both male and female, and so they they embarked on a PR cartoon advertising campaign to promote the the nutritional power of a green vegetable known as as spinach. so That was the purpose of the Popeye cartoons. But the Popeye story with with the spinach happens to be a very perfect analogy of how an ordinary Christian who may be being pounded on by the devil and demons can be miraculously transformed if he or she eats their spinach And the next thing you know, you receive supernatural power and supernatural strength. And so I look at it as an analogy of being baptized in the Holy Spirit. Now, I've said all that, and it's important to say that. So now we're at the place, there have been generations that have experienced this. In our time period, the the numerical amount of people who have experienced this continues to decrease on a percentage basis. Because so many young people, including people from Christian homes, so many pastors, so many Christians in their adult stages of life, have succumbed to the social engineering and to the brainwashing that's going on in our culture, and they have been indoctrinated not to believe in the miraculous supernatural power of God. And therefore, that, that becomes a demonic stronghold that has... Contained and restricted the spread of an authentic biblical revival or great awakening. Okay, are you tracking with me? Because what I'm about to share with you, and we just did the preamble, what I'm about to share with you, if you hear it properly, if you hear it through the grid of biblical discernment, if you hear it through the grid of intellectual, theological, philosophical, scientific, economic understanding, And if you process it on on the higher accurate level, what I'm about to share with you, you, if you brush away the clutter of unbelief based on no facts, if you brush away the cynicism, the doubt and unbelief, which as we know from reading the Bible, unbelief, doubt, fear, short circuits, the power of God from moving in its full force. So what I'm sharing with you, what I'm presenting to you, what, what I'm asking you to, to think about and process on a high level, essentially, I'm giving you a ticket, I'm, more than that. Essentially, I'm giving you a key. So right now, as you're listening to the Paul McGuire Report, and by the way, I, I need to say this, how many other podcasts, radio programs, internet broadcasts, videos, et cetera, How many of them give you economic truth, geopolitical truth, psychological truth, biological truth, genetic DNA truth, uh, social truth, Bible prophecy truth as it relates to current events? How many programs give you all that, and then, without sacrificing intellectual, economic, and spiritual integrity, how many programs give you all of what I just shared? And then step right into your life and equip you, not in a dumb religious sense, but equip you in in the highest integrity, uh, spiritual warfare sense. How many programs, how many hosts, like the Paul McGuire Report, are actually equipping you with the supernatural power of God from on high that will give you victory in spiritual battles in every dimension of life? Very, very, very few, a minuscule amount. Okay, so now I want, we're stepping it up and taking it to the next level. When I communicate this to you, like I am now, people are listening to this, despite the fact that the social media companies, the search engine companies, the bots, the algorithms have been waging an all out satanic war of censorship against me because I have dared to continually stand for Jesus in an intelligent, scientific manner. They have continually tried to marginalize me and destroy me through lies and the manipulation of lies that can be carried on through uh, uh, algorithms, bots, and other computer technology. So, But what they don't understand is they can do all of that, and yet I can still reach millions of people on an annual basis and they cannot stop that, because why? God, God Almighty is running interference for me. I have partners like you that are standing in the gap in spiritual warfare. I have partners like you that are donating financially, so I don't have to rely on the censorship of secular corporations who will say, as they have said, well, your, your content, your material, Google, Google said to me, our advertisers are not comfortable with that. Of course they're not comfortable with that. They're secular atheists global reset corporations with blatantly hardcore occult logos uh, on, on the cover of their corporations. Of course, they're not comfortable with me preaching the gospel and integrating it to uh, reality, because they're part of Mystery Babylon, and I'm not. And I have no intention of being. So I'm giving you a key right now. It's not an accident that you and I are communicating right now. It's important that you fully comprehend and digest a great, awesome, and powerful secret I'm sharing with you. So in the invisible realm, in the spiritual world, we're meeting together, and I have reached into my pocket, I have grabbed my hands on some keys, golden keys, and I'm handing over to you right now in the Spirit under the anointing of God, I'm handing over to you what is called the keys of the kingdom now these keys of the kingdom that you just received from me as I reached out to to place it in your hand, these keys of the kingdom open up powerful supernatural doors of heavenly resources, heavenly power, heavenly wisdom, heavenly favor, the ability to summon the angelic armies, the ability to conquer the land in the power of Jesus Christ. these keys in the kingdom, when coupled with faith in them, give you enormous earth shaking heaven heaven shaking, unexplainable and awesome spiritual power that will guarantee you will be victorious in the spiritual battles. So I want you to receive these keys. And then I don't want you to forget about them and understand that each key represents a different door of kingdom resources, of heavenly kingdom resources, that you can now open and benefit from for his kingdom if you will but study it and use it and apply it. Now, when I come back with you in just a moment, we're going to rock. We're going to rock like heaven rocks. We're going to roll like heaven rolls, and we're going to move forward and step up our game like they do in heaven. And we're not going to take no for an answer. We're not going to retreat. We're not going to surrender. We're going to move forward with no looking back until we fulfill our divine assignment, which is to take the land, the land that the devil has temporarily stolen from God's people. America was carved out as a massive geographic landmass stretching from Pacific Ocean to Atlantic Ocean. America, through the Pilgrims and Puritans, who were strong Bible-believing men and women of God, they equipped and seeded into our nation the spiritual DNA of the Word of God so that we might create a space on earth to preach the gospel to all nations to make disciples of all nations, to bring in the last day's soul harvest, to create the space for the American dream, to demonstrate true biblical social justice and love and, and caring for the poor and so on and so forth. So when we come back in just a moment, we're going to use the keys of the kingdom and we're going to unlock these doors with the expectation by faith that God is not a liar and that when you ask God for something, He's faithful to answer your prayers. So you're listening to the Paul McGuire Report. I'm Paul McGuire. Be sure to visit paulmcguire.us. That's paulmcguire.us. Before we come back, I want to say this. This is how the spiritual revolution will start. The spiritual revolution will start through faith in God's Word and obedience to the will and Word of God. Our job is to receive power from on high, to renew our minds with the Word of God, to robustly develop a biblical worldview, and then retake the land that our Bible-believing Pilgrim and Puritan uh, founding fathers left for us. We need to take back the land that the devil, the occultist, stole from us and as we t- and it is it is understanding what are we are doing with our intellects it's understanding the spiritual nature of the spiritual clash between marxism communism and christianity it's it's a it's a deep spiritual understanding of the serpentine satanic nature of the great reset of big pharma of, of big medical and how all of these globalist groups like the great reset and so on and so forth, that they are not just moving in some kind of ethereal mist, but these globalist groups, governed by the Luciferian elite, are attempting to, right now as we speak, wake up, please. I'm telling you, you need to wake up with everything in me. I am blowing the shofar about as loud as I can. And I hope it splits your ears open and it calls, and you can sense the demand and the command of the Holy Spirit on you. In fact, I would be so bold to say to you at this moment that you know, that you know, that you know, that at this nanosecond, the command and the demand of the Holy Spirit is upon you, and you can feel it. It's like an energizing force that slightly vibrates. It's an energizing force that captures your inner man and woman and imparts upon you a deep understanding that God Almighty is calling you right now. He's commanding you to rise in the power of the Spirit. He's commanding you to facilitate a biblical third great awakening. And he's commanding all of us to take back the land that the devil stole from us. When there becomes a critical mass of Bible-believing Christians who really believe the Bible, when that critical mass occurs, there is going to be a dunamis dynamite explosion in the invisible realm of the supernatural power of God, that will shatter the strongholds, that will shatter the demonic encampments that are waging war against this liberating truth. But now, at this moment, from heaven, listen to me, I'm talking to you under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. This is not emotionalism. It's not fanaticism. It's not kookiness. No, I'm not a nut. I'll debate anybody theologically based on the word to prove the legitimate spiritual authority upon which I speak. So, we move from there to here. God is calling his church in America, his true church. God is calling his true church. God is calling true Christians in America. Hear me now. Hear me now. I am a servant of God called by the grace of God. Hear me now. God is calling you right now, and you can feel it. You can feel it in your DNA, you can feel it in every molecule of your body, and it it comes off like a vibration, but it comes also off like being immersed in the agape love of Jesus Christ. And accompanied with that, you can hear the Lord Jesus Christ, and I command you to yield in obedience to what God is doing in your life right now, and stop playing games. In the name of Jesus, as a servant of the Most High God, I speak under the authority and the anointing of the Holy Spirit, and in the anointing of the Holy Spirit, I command you, in Christ's name, I command you to rise now, to rise out of your apathy, to rise out of your bewitchment, to rise out of your uh, uh, false mysticism to rise out of your double-mindedness, I say to you in the name of Jesus Christ, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to rise right now under the power of the Holy Spirit, the dunamis dynamite power of God. Now, as this dunamis dynamite power of God comes on upon you now, which it is, you are to respond in obedience to Jesus by standing up and rising with Christ as he rises with his true supernatural body of Christ on the earth. So I say to you as your brother in Christ, rise. So the first word I'm saying to you right now is rise in the power of God. And as you rise, you will be supernaturally strengthened. The second thing I'm saying to you under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, after I say rise uh, under the power of the Holy Spirit, I am saying to you, and God knows exactly who you are, and God is looking exactly in your eyes, I say to you, It is time for you. It is time for me. It is time for the authentic, viable, true, supernatural body of Christ. Hear the word of the Lord. It is time for us to first rise. Secondly, it is time for us to roar. It is time for us to roar. First rise, then roar. We are to roar like the lion of Judah. We are to roar like the lion of Judah. We are to roar like the king of the jungle because the lion represents kingly spiritual authority. And the roar of the lion in the jungle of our secular age causes the demonic powers to shake and quiver in fear. By roaring, we are announcing, which is perfectly legitimate, we are roaring in the spirit, we are roaring to signify the expression and dynamism of the supernatural power of God working through us. So now we must roar. Now this roar must be a roar that is a roar of worship to God. So we're roaring, and the purpose and intention is that our roar would go right into the throne room of God, and God would receive our roar as a prayer for help and a prayer to be empowered in the spiritual battle to a a greater degree. So we are to roar. Now, conversely, the roar cannot be diluted by immature Christians, by wackos, by religious nuts, by people that can't control their own spirits. That by, The roar cannot be subverted by people who, who, who go off on a, a, a dangerous diversion and act like nuts, kooks. And if your roar is doing anything else but communing with God in the throne room of God, if your roar is producing chaos, confusion, and bewilderment in the eyes of unbelievers, and when they hear you roar, they say, oh my God, this person's a flat-out lunatic. If that is what your roar is producing, let me tell you this, you are not roaring in true worship. You are not roaring like the Lion of Judah. You are roaring as a certifiable nut. And God did not call his true church to be nuts. Do not surrender your kingly, queenly, prince and princess anointing. Do not surrender the integrity, the majesty, and the beauty of your anointing. Do not surrender it to meaningless nonsense, and in doing so, you cheapen the purity of the war. So now we rise. We're in a spiritual battlefield. Wake up. The enemies of God are all around us. Don't you see them? The enemies of God are all around us. There's a a tipping point happening in America and around the world between the forces of good and the forces of evil. There's a tipping point going on between the angels of God and the demons of Satan. And this tipping point and its axis point are shaking the earth in places like the Ukraine and Russia, China, Middle Eastern nations like Yemen, Syria, Iraq, etc., etc., Africa, the European Union, the United States. And make no mistake about it that all of these examples of spiritual warfare that are erupting like volcanoes all across planet Earth, learn to look at them through your spiritual discernment. And when you look at them through the eyes of Christ, through the eyes of Christ, you will see and you will receive A dynamic understanding of what's really going on beneath the light show, beneath the illusion. What's really going on beneath the light show and the illusion is um, the fact that there are trillionaire, massive billionaire members of what is called the Luciferian elite, the globalist elite that are helter-skelter, moving at high velocity in order to put together their new world order, which they now call the Great Reset. And the Great Reset, formerly called the New World Order, is the the ushering in of a one-world economic system and a mark-of-the-beast technology, a one-world government, and a one-world religion. Under the Antichrist, under Satan, under the fallen angels— who are warring with God's people, the angels of God, because we're moving towards the final battle between God and Satan on, in the valley of Megiddo and Armageddon. Now, God is calling us to step up our game and walk in the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit. When I read, when I was writing my book, Power from On High, which really should be, if your spiritual discernment was operating accurately, you would bear witness to the fact that reading and getting yourself a copy of Power From On High, doing Bible studies on Power From On High, sharing Power From On High to people and getting it back and sharing it again. Power From On High, as I was reading that book, which talks about my life, the spiritual battles, it is not boring. It is heavy-duty super-soldier spiritual warfare at the highest levels. And the critical thing to understand here is that as we wage war in the invisible realm and use the weapons of our warfare that are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, we take down the camps of the enemy all across America, all across the world. We take down the camps of the enemy and we are anointed with power from on high. And therefore, we are commanded by God to occupy until we come. In other words, we are to occupy the land with the spiritual authority of Jesus Christ until Jesus Christ returns to this earth. Okay, we're going to change gears here for a moment, and we're going to step it up again. We're going to step it up again, because if you're not in the process of stepping it up again and again and again, then you are in the state of stupefaction and stagnation. And and God Almighty cannot do a whole lot with members of his body that are in stupefaction and stagnation. you got to break that for what it is, a curse. you got to break it for the curse that it is, receive the anointing and power of God, and take dominion over the land. This is Paul McGuire. My question to you is, are you spiritual battle-ready? Or, or are you just like so many of these fakes, yeah, yeah, that's what they are, fakes, who play Christian, who play church? God has had it. It's over. It's been over for 30 years. The days of being able to be a church or a pastor or a denomination or whatever, the days of playing church are over. They're over. It's ended. You're either part of God's vibrant, spiritual, supernatural body of Christ occupying the territory or you are stupefied and stagnated, the choice is yours, and the power of God is dealing with your heart right now. No, I'm not playing games. And yes, some of you are going to be offended. If you have committed yourself to the stubbornness, to the rebellion, to the rigidity of, of pretending like you're paralyzed or frozen, if in any way you are resisting the power of the Spirit of God, what you're really doing is you're fighting against Jesus. So God is giving you an opportunity right now. You can repent of fighting against Jesus, and you can put your faith in receiving the power of God and going on into the spiritual battle and taking America back for Jesus Christ. I said taking America back and therefore the world in Jesus Christ. So let that be done, and let's stop playing games. Let that be done. And when you, purpose in your, when you get your heart, and when you get your will, and when you get your mind and your inner talk stuff, when you begin to synchronize that with the Word of God, when you begin to line up your life at the core of your being with the Word of God, let me tell you what's going to happen. You keep praying. You keep seeking God. You keep meditating in the Word. You keep plugging into programs like this, which are prophetically empowering you. You keep planting the seeds of the kingdom of God in your heart. And this is what will happen. It's happened to me many, many times. I I move out in society, media, sometimes, and I'm not here to brag, but God has me meet very high-level people, very high-level organizations. I continue to do that, but all of a sudden, it's not something I've conjured up. It's not something that I've manipulated into being. But all of a sudden, it's like something very powerful comes up from behind me, and that's something very powerful that comes up from behind me, then begins to overtake me, and I can feel the the blast of wind as the chariots of fire race by me on the right and the left, passing by me. I can feel the winds of the power of God as the angelic armies move at high speed, passing by me, and the chariots of fire and the armies of, of, of heaven the angelic armies are all moving to the strategic stronghold destination points that God wants to destroy through his church so that we can occupy the land for Jesus Christ. Now, I don't know about you. If that doesn't turn you on, I don't know what does. I don't know what does. Right now, I feel an intense enhancement of my rational, cognitive perception. Abilities, my analytical abilities, my abilities to perceive biblical truth and integrate them with historical facts. Right now, I am in, in what could be called an enhanced linear logical rational state produced by the Spirit of God. But simultaneously to that state, I am infused with the almighty power of the Holy Spirit, power from on high. I am quickened with the glory and the anointing of the Lord. And that gives me a supernatural boldness, just like David, just like Caleb, just like Joshua, and many others. Many of you have experienced this, too. You were you were faithful when no one was looking. You were praying and planting seeds when no one was looking. All of a sudden, you find that you're called into a spiritual battle scene, and then, bam, out of the middle of nowhere, the angelic armies, the power of God, the, the, the chariots of fire begin to overtake you. And there is a hercule- Herculean blast of God's agape power coming upon you and coming through you, and the minute you enter the battlefield, instead of feeling the fear, instead of feeling the waves of opposition, the waves of persecution, the waves of fear, and the waves of resistance, instead of feeling all of that, the minute you step through the door of where you were, and then you walk through the door into the into the ground zero of the battlefield and the ground zero of the demonic warriors. The minute you cross over, this happened to me when I was ministering in Phoenix, Arizona, and we were invaded full on by a demonic military intelligence, satanic mind control army infiltrated this conference. And so we had prayed up, we had met as, as, as ministries coming together uh, to, to to develop our strategies about how we were going to deal this. But something totally unexpected happened to me. When I walked through the doorway of the outer areas of this large hotel, I walked through the doorway of the outer areas of this large hotel, and I walked into the doorway of a large conference room where the band of worshipers were set up, and there were lots of people, Christians, But there were lots of people who were involved in the occult, including this like military cult. Now, this is what happened to me. It doesn't always happen this way. Literally, as I was crossing the threshold of the doorway, in other words, I was moving from the outer area and walking through the doorway into the inner area, which was ground zero of the battlefield. Instantaneously, I was filled with a supernatural boldness that defies all rational explanation and defies all uh, rational deduction. In a nanosecond, as I walked through that door, I was completely and radically changed instantaneously. Every vestige of fear or apprehension totally evaporated and disappeared. All of a sudden, I was no longer the old Paul McGuire. I was the new Paul McGuire, Filled with the power and the Spirit of God. I was walking in a state of total controlled supernatural boldness. I was walking in a state of total fearlessness. And literally, the only way I can describe it is to tell you I was abounding in the supernatural power of God and boldness. So I entered the conference, not calling attention to myself, but quietly walking to different areas around the conference. Where I saw people in this cult gathered, and then I did things that I told myself that I wasn't going to do, such as I, I moved myself down the aisle towards the leader and the organizer of the cult. Now, I maneuvered myself through the rows of chairs, and I had no fear but total Holy Spirit boldness in me. And so I positioned myself, I stood right in front of the cult leader. Uh, his face was looking directly in my face. My face was l- looking directly in his face. And maybe there was 12 inches, 18 inches between our noses, and we were looking between our eyes. All of a sudden, the Spirit of God came down upon me in boldness, and I asked him if I could pray for him. But The, the worship music was so loud, it was difficult for both of us to hear but he said yes and i put my hands i cupped my hands on either side of his head i looked directly in his eyes filled with the boldness the anointing and the power of god and i commanded the demonic powers to be dispersed to be broken and to leave him right now in the name of jesus i ordered the demonic powers to leave him and those that were in his group now he he had difficulty hearing the exact content of my words but I believe that as I prayed for him, not in emotionalism, but I prayed for him under the anointing and the supernatural authority of Jesus Christ, that the, the evil spirits that were empowering him were broken instantaneously, that the chains were broken instantaneously. And from there, victory and demons being cast out and demons being pressured out of the conference room began. just began to... to, to release itself in a miraculous way, and the battle was won spiritually. Now, this has happened to me on numerous other occasions. All I do is walk in a state of preparedness, meditating on the Word of God, crying out to God, praying to God, being filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. And I do that sometimes for a week or two or more before an upcoming conference or whatever. But what I don't know for sure, and I don't know, you know, because... I just, I, I'm just faithful to do the preparatory work like you need to be faithful to do the preparatory work. But I am surprised and caught off guard when, with no warning by the Lord, the dunamis dynamite power of God explodes out of my inner man and releases the highest velocity discharge of the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit, blowing apart demonic strongholds and blowing apart the work of the adversary. Now, this doesn't happen because I'm special. This doesn't happen because I don't want to misconstrue what I'm sharing with you into giving you a false impression that this is something that uniquely happens to me, or I'm uniquely special. That would be a disservice to you. I'm telling this to tell you this release of the power, the authority, and the victory of God your life, through your ministry, and through your church, is available to you just as much as it is available to me. What is required is that you submit to the Lord uh, in the weeks before the conference or the confrontation or whatever. You submit to the Lord. You wait on the Lord in prayer with faith, with expectation. You renew your mind with the Word of God. You you commune with the God, God. You walk with Jesus. And in, in, in a sense, you are building self up. You're building yourself up in the power of the Holy Spirit. So when the day comes that you enter the spiritual battlefield, you have done the long-term seeding necessary to release the supernatural power of God, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and to see a miraculous manifestation of his victory in the center of the battlefield. And I promise you, if you will be faithful to 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 seed with prayers, intercessory prayers, fasting, seeking the face of God, renewing your mind with the word of God. As like the apostle Paul said, you're doing what the apostle Paul said. The apostle Paul said, "He admonished us to build ourselves up." Hear the words, "build yourselves up in your most holy faith." So if we will obey God beforehand and build ourselves up in our most holy faith, then we can expect that the power of god will show up with an awesome 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 miraculous dynamic and the enemy will be scattered this my brothers and sisters in jesus christ this is what god wants to do now through the church through christians in america the days are over of a dead church with no power the only people that are walking in that are people who are walking in unbelief and doubt if you'll choose to walk in faith And lay hold of God, God will send his power through you in an amazing way. Okay, this is Paul McGuire. I need your help right now. I want to teach as many people in America and across the world these kingdom dynamics. I want to give them the keys of the kingdom as I gave them to you. I believe God wants a an authentic, thoroughly biblical third great awakening, not a counterfeit new age awakening but a thoroughly biblical third great awakening where there's an authentic biblical revival that will explode across America and the world but what is necessary before that happens is that when no one's looking we seek the lord we seed everything with our prayers we call upon god we wait upon god we do the work that isn't glamorous we do it all by ourselves we're seeking the face of god and we're drinking in the power of God, the rivers of living water that flow out of our inmost being. We're doing that. So I'm asking you right now, I am fighting demons, organizations, computer systems, Christians with religious spirits, and many other things. But I am not going to retreat or surrender in the power of Jesus Christ. I'm going to keep moving forward as God has commanded me to. But in order for us to be victorious on all these levels, we need to increase the level of our financial support, our contributions, and our donations significantly. Why? Because we need to acquire technology, staffing, manpower, pay for all these channels. You may enjoy them for free, but we're paying for them. And so that we can move our message throughout the world and ignite a biblical global revival. I'm asking you to go before the Lord and simply say, God, I'm asking that you would give me a humble heart and ears to her here. And I'm asking you, God, to show me how much you want me to donate or contribute financially to Paul McGuire Minist- Ministries and Paradise Mountain Church. Lord, whatever you tell me to give and donate or contribute, I will do, no matter how large, whether it's a medium amount or whether it's a small amount. The key issue, Lord, I admit, is that. Whatever the amount is, it's the amount you told me to donate and give. And so I pledge to obey you. And I believe that you're going to speak to me, God. And I I am going to be a partner with Paul McGuire and join him in this spiritual battle. Then I ask you to become a prayer warrior for me. Everybody involved in this ministry, I need you to be an intercessory prayer warrior. There are many people on the front lines, both Christian and non Christian, who are dying mysterious deaths. Okay, And I believe those mysterious deaths that are taking many truth-tellers out, I believe that these deaths could have been prevented if people like you and me had responded to the call of God when God first called us to be intercessory prayer warriors and come against the demonic powers seeking to kill and destroy. If we had obeyed God, these people would still be alive. I want you to know something. I I may have briefly mentioned this in the most subtle terms, but you need to know as my partners that there have been several concerted efforts to take me out using technology, using lies, using computer algorithms, computer bots, and using other highly sophisticated assassin slash kill technologies. Because I pray, and because of all of you who pray for me, I believe that my life was spared on several attacks that I believe were designed to kill me. Why? Because what I have communicated all over the, the, the internet on a global scale is I have basically laid out one of the most comprehensive templates exposing the strategies of the evil one operating in our nation. Your prayers are why I am alive and the people associated with the ministry are alive. You must continue them if you're serious about what we're talking about. And finally, they are engaging in an all-out rigging war against me. Remember the basic truth. The more truth you communicate, the more important and vital and targeted that truth is, the more you are going to be attacked. It's an irreversible formula. If you're going to be on the front lines and tell the, the brutal truth about what's really happening in America and around the world, and if you're going to tell other truths, they are going to come after you with all their technology, with all their bots, with all their algorithms. They're going to rig your numbers. They're going to demonize you. They're going to rig the search engines, and they're not going to stop until they bury you in the dust pile of, uh, of uh, social media. Because we were so many years ahead of most everybody, we have been attacked mercilessly and viciously for decades. I need you to have spiritual discernment and recognize, recognize the fact that the very fact that they're trying to silence me, it's not me that they're silencing. It's not Paul McGuire that they're silencing. It's not Paradise Mountain Church that they're silencing for crying out loud. It's Jesus Christ that they're silencing. It's the, the truth of the Word of God that they're silencing. It's the truth that exposes the darkness in every area of life, darkness that is responsible for killing people, darkness and lies surrounding the vax, big pharma, big medical, uh, big science, you know, all the rest of that stuff. They are lying and lying and lying, and tens of millions of people are dying. I have stood on the front line and I have exposed it. That makes me their enemy. Remember, the more truth you tell and the more accurate that truth is, the more you're going to be attacked. I'm asking you maturely as your brother in Christ, anyone who cannot hear the Holy Spirit resonating in my request to you now, I would challenge you that you have inadvertently become deaf to the Holy Spirit. I am telling you now with 100% certainty that my request to you that I'm making verbally now is resonating powerfully with the Spirit of Truth and the Holy Spirit of God. And so when I ask you to stand with me and fight the rigging war and fight the bot wars and fight the algorithm wars and fight the, the, the efforts to demonize me and suppress me wars, and, and, and to fight the commu- computer technology wars. That is what is allowing us to facilitate revival and a great awakening. You understand what I'm saying? Now is the time I need you to stand with me with all your might under the power of the Holy Spirit. As I ask you this, I know in my heart, my conscience bears witness, that everything that I just asked you for to do, to stand with me, I know that I know that I know because I've walked with God for over 50 years. I know that I know that I know that the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth, Jesus Christ, is bearing witness to my call for help. And that the Holy Spirit is bearing witness to you that you are to join me in this battle because it's not my battle, it's our battle. And so, on the basis of obedience to the Spirit of God, I'm asking you to join with me in the greatest spiritual battle in the history of mankind that is going on right now. We either win, we either turn the tide of this battle, or America will become a totalitarian state exactly like communist China. Now, a ra- and So visit paulmcguire.us. Our electronic donations, contributions are all secure. I have incredible discounts on all of the books that go into detail on everything I've said and they provide documentation. But I need you to stand with me. So go to paulmaguire.us. That's paulmaguire.us. Okay, this is Paul Maguire. We're going to be back in just a nanosecond. I'm not playing games. I hope you can hear that in my voice. I'm not gaining personally anything from this. I'm not playing games. I don't get some big fat salary. I don't drive. Some super luxury car, I don't live in a mansion, okay, so I'm not getting rich doing this. I'm risking everything for you, for the body of Christ, for America, for my family, for your family, and I'm not asking for anything because I'm going to do everything I can do, from hell or high water, but I need my brothers and sisters in Christ, those who those who are sensitive to the spirit of God and will hear the Spirit of God, and will obey the Spirit of God. So whatever God tells you to do, even if it seems like I've never given so much in my life, the point is you give whatever God tells you to do. And when we begin, like I do, I live what I'm talking about. And, and, and I'm not going to give you the specifics, because that could be misconstrued as bragging. But you can know that I have given everything and more. Let me repeat that again. I have given everything and more. And that's all I'm going to say about it. So when I ask you, I'm not asking you from a place where I haven't first done it myself. Okay, this is Paul McGuire. Visit paulmcguire.us. We'll be back in just a second. Again, you're listening to the Paul McGuire Report. So 2024, this is it. We're hitting the ground running. Many people are predicting doom and gloom. Yeah, it's going to be an incredible spiritual battle, but if we do what I'm trying to teach people to do all across America and all across the world, if, if people will do what I'm trying to teach from the Word of God, we can be victorious in the spiritual battle. We can put brakes on the Great Reset. We can, we can throw the Great Reset off their tracks. We can step into every emergency, emergency situation and bring the authority and the power of God. So we were talking about, you know, going back in my books with copyrights. I was warning and talking about communism and globalism infiltrating our society. I was talking about the existence of scientific mind control. I was talking about, in my early books and earlier books, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, uh, five years ago, one year ago, I was talking about things like electromagnetic frequency weapons, EMF weapons, directed energy weapons. I was talking about biological warfare and what to do about it. I was talking about Vaxes working in conjunction with electromagnetic frequency 5G signals. Pay attention to what I'm saying. 5G electromagnetic signals were built to interact with the VAX and the VAX technology. Think about what I said. They're not independent technologies. They, they function together the signal generated by 5g emf technology actually feeds actually causes the uh, technology in the vax to become operational to become deadly and in some cases depending upon the specific frequencies selected they can kill people impart disease impart deadly flu to people impart heart attacks from a distance and all of this can be linked into the 40,000 satellites that are orbiting the Earth right now. Now, I talk about documentation. I prove what I'm talking about. I am risking my reputation and everything to tell you the truth, okay? Not complaining about it because I'm going to do it whether you like it or not. I'm not going to betray the call that God gave me for my life. But I hear, you know, Pastors of denominations and large churches and, and well-known evangelists, I have heard a lot of them personally come out and tell the body of Christ and tell people in America and around the world they've used their platform of power to tell people that you need to go out and get the vaccine you need to go out and take the vaccine now, many people just just based on a statistical analysis many people who 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 heard their words or heard that kind of statement from somewhere else? Many people who heard that went out because, you know, they believe that this person is like a great person of God. And they went out and they got the vaccine, and a percentage of those people died because of the vaccine and the 5G and the electromagnetic frequencies. Now, here's my question I never told anybody to get the vaccine to interact with 5G. I, I said unequivocally, I am not a doctor, you need to go to a doctor, but one that knows what he's talking about. And I compiled exhaustive research, warning you at great risk to myself, because I got kicked off of Google, I got kicked off of Facebook, I got kicked off many social media platforms, precisely because I dared to warn my listeners, my viewers, I dared to warn them of the potential deadly dangers of the vaccine and 5G and so on and so on. Now that means I was severely economically punished because I had massive numbers of followers and watchers on my Google, YouTube. I had a massive number of fo- massive number of followers followers on my Facebook, a massive number of followers and viewers and watchers and likers on on all my, my social media, let's call it the mainstream social media. But when I dared, out of love, out of concern of preventing people and children from dying, when I dared to tell the truth and speak the, the love of God in truth in an appropriate way, warning people that death could result, they, pull, they kicked me off all these big social media engines, Google, YouTube, and everything else. Now. That has, listen carefully, that has an enormous direct negative financial impact. It has just as much an impact on me, our ministry, and the ministries of other truth-tellers. It has just as much impact as the punitive methods that they use in communist China when they kick people off uh, the social media or when they give people what they call a, a negative Uh, social credit score. So when you have a, a negative social credit score, you are economically penalized in a big way. Your kids don't get college loans. You can't get the interest rate to buy a house. You can't even buy a house. You can't rent in a good neighborhood. You can't get this job or that job. There is severe, listen to me, there is severe economic punishment against people who will dare to blow the trumpet of warning in communist China. But in the same way, it's just done a little sneakier. There's economic punishment punishment if you dare to tell the truth. And, and And when you're telling the truth, you're operating in love. So what I'm guilty of is operating in love. I'm guilty of loving my neighbor as myself. I'm guilty of warning little children, warning adults that by doing certain things medically, they could potentially suffer severe harm and potentially die. I, told, I said that over my social media because of love. Love your neighbor as yourself. That means loving the children, loving the adults. Now, for the crime of loving people and speaking the truth in love and speaking the truth, for that crime, I would say we probably lost easily. Oh beyond any shadow of a doubt ever since covid began we have lost millions of dollars millions of dollars that went into the financing of this ministry not millions of dollars that that were that were made to enrich me in addition i had to on a temporary basis shut down the physical meetings of paradise mountain church because we were threatened and we would have been involved in very costly lawsuits to continue to our church that also Uh, resulted in massive economic loss. So I'm telling all of this to tell you that you don't hear me pointing the finger and naming the names of the different pastors and evangelists and stuff who told people a lie. There's one very famous evangelist with enormous national clout and global clout, and he told uh, everyone to his enormous media empire, he told everyone that they needed to go out, Christians, young people, that they needed to go out and get the vaccine. And many others like him told their people to go out and get the vaccine and and have brushed over the, the danger of 5G. Now, wealthy Christians donate millions of dollars to him and his ministry and to others like him. So, so by participating in a lie, whether it was intentional or whether it was through ignorance, I'm not making a judgment. I'm not saying they were guilty of intentional uh, harm. I'm not their judge, but I will say this: by playing the game and saying what the system wanted them to say, they continue to receive millions of dollars, sometimes a, a million dollar check from a wealthy individual or institution. Whereas I am punished. I am locked out. These same people who who give uh, enormous amounts to, to the people I'm talking about, some of these people don't give enormous amounts to me. And yet I'm the one who is speaking the truth in love. I'm the one who is demonstrating by my actions that I'm willing to sacrifice everything to save your children, to save adults. Now, I simply appeal to you as your brother in Christ. Don't you see something very wrong in that? And I'm not just talking about the wrongness done to me, but to everybody else who is the truth teller. Now, I'll say this. I'm not complaining about it. I'm informing you about it in the expectation that, among the people listening to the Paul McGuire report, that there, I believe there is a, significant percentage of people that listen to the Paul McGuire report that are obedient. And when you hear the voice of the Lord telling you to give a certain amount or contribute a certain amount or pray pray or help us with the rigging, that I believe that you hear the voice of the Holy Spirit speaking through me, not because I'm some great oracle, I'm just a obedient Christian, but I believe that you hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. And I believe and I expect that you are going to obey the Lord and give um, as he calls you and directs you to give. Now, as for the people who, who seem to be benefiting and prospering in the millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars who are telling you things that if you did them, there, according to, to medical researchers and medical doctors, there is a significant percentage of loss of your fertility female problems, male problems, heart attacks, the damage to your immune system, uh, dying. How can you, in good conscience, tell people to go out to do something which could result in the death of the children themselves or their loved ones? How can you do that? Now, you can excuse them by saying, well, they didn't know. Well, I'm going to challenge you on that. It is the responsibility of a watchman on the wall and a Christian leader Saying to God, I didn't know is not a sufficient excuse. We are, including myself, as Christian leaders, as Christian spokespeople, we are responsible to God to know, to do our homework, to be knowledgeable before we irresponsibly tell the body of Christ and other people to go out and do something that could end up costing them their lives biologically. Again, I'm praying for the people who use their authority and power in a wrong way i am despite what i may be tempted to think i'm acting on the basis of belief of love which believes the best so i so in spite of all this i am believing the best of all of my brothers and sisters in christ and even those in the highest levels of leadership that i am believing the best that they actually meant no harm and that They were uh, uh, ill-informed as to the deadly consequences of vaccines and 5G, etc. So I'm trying to operate in love. So I believe the best of them, and I'm praying for them. But at the same time, if we're going to have revival, if we're going to have a godly, peaceful, spiritual revolution, if we're going to have a biblical Third Great Awakening, we got to get under the hood and change the nuts and bolts of the machine so that we can move forward. God bless you. This is Paul McGuire. This is the time, folks. This is it. Visit paulmcguire.us. That's paulmcguire.us. Together, unified in the Word of God and the power of the Holy Spirit, we can, yes, we can take back the land.